Hello and welcome to Matt Happens. That's right, it's Matt Month on That Happens. We've gone through and we're interviewing Matt's from across the spectrum. We got, you know, we've already talked to Matt LeBlanc. You might know him as Joey from Friends, I think. I just, I know them. I'd never watched Friends. I know the name Matt LeBlanc. You know, we got Matt Walsh, the famous, one of the founders of UCB. We also got Matt Walsh, the famous transphobic <laughs> right wing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the hell um and you know uh i think there's another uh, sunday this month and so there's another matt oh yeah we got matt black the color um so you know it's a, it's non-reflective and um and to cap it all off we have the rosetta stone of all things matt um we've got the one the only you know him from his podcast get played you know him from his podcast What's with these homies talking about Weezer? Maybe you've heard him on uh, Candy Dinner or oh, wow. You know, I don't know. I just look stuff up or, you know, <laughs> more likely I've heard him. I've loved him. I've laughed to him on Comedy Bang Bang as wow. his uh, various char characters uh, whose names escape me. But one of them that's is fine. a store owner that's related to Jeff Bezos, if I recall. <laughs> Matt. Right. I should have asked you this before. I think I know how to pronounce your name. Matt Apodaca is here. Is that correct? Uh, that's you got it. Apodaca is uh, perfect. You did a great okay. job. Apodaca. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I was going to ask you that. Um, just no, just no. Sure. I I almost was going to say it because I just was sort of. I know people have a hard time with it sometimes, and it's like perfectly okay. It's a lot of vowels, uh, a lot of vowels <laughs> that can make different sounds in a row. Um, and I was sort of like, I think you need help with this one. But like that yeah. is a judgment. It just as it's like, oh no. I didn't tell him this is how you say it. And then you, uh, like, I, you I hear, thank you so much. And I hear you on podcasts and I hear your name invoked all the time. And it's like, I should invoke, I should know this. Yeah. People, people are invoking it, right? Left. These people right. are saying it. Constantly. Yeah, exactly. That's good to know. Yeah. But how, how you doing? Uh, it's, it's the end of the month. Uh, this spookiest of months, October. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Not only, you know what? I would say I'm doing good. I'm going to say I'm doing baseline. Good. Everyone, everything's great. Mm -hmm. I haven't felt, and this is, uh, I don't even know if I'm confident in saying this. I haven't mm -hmm. felt the spirit of Halloween this year as, as I have, as, uh, as much as I've had in other years. Um, maybe it's because it's on a Monday and I'm being in a Garfield. Um, <laughs> but I guess I have watched some scary movies as part of the season, right, as you do. But sure. you can watch scary movies anytime. But I guess it's, it's mm -hmm. had an uptick in the last couple of weeks. And I did go to Halloween Horror Nights, which I do like to go to um nice but that's my only halloween activity i didn't go to a halloween party this year uh and, and I, no plans yeah. to do that no as of now okay absolutely not not on mm -hmm. not on my dance card unfortunately won't be going i wore a costume to work the other day that was kind of fun but that is fun that it. i i don't think i've ever worn a costume to work like that i, I wanted to circle back at something mysterious yeah. you said you said that you're kind of being a garfield uh, in reference sure. to mondays and what is that does Garfield have any connection to Mondays? Oh, let me, yeah, just to clear that up for those of you that aren't uh, acutely familiar with the lore of uh, Garfield. Garfield is an orange cat, first of all. Let's get that out of the way. Right, okay, yeah. He's orange. That has nothing to do with uh, the content of his character or uh, his thoughts about certain days of the week. But he is an orange <laughs> cat, and it needs to be said. Um, sure. This guy hates Mondays. And I know what oh, you're thinking. Oh. I know what you're thinking. I'm just going to put this out there right now. How could he hate them? He doesn't abide by the Gr Gregorian calendar. He doesn't have a job. <laughs> he hates them. And that's just it. 
that's a lot of that's a lot of lore we've learned about Gar- Garfield. He's orange, hates Mondays, yes. he doesn't abide by the Gregorian calendar. He doesn't do he doesn't abide by it. He loves lasagna and he must have at least a rudimentary understanding of um international shipping as he's always shipping his nemesis he, Odie to Abu Dhabi. Right. He probably has like an account set up at like Oh yeah. Shit, yeah, like they know him over account. there. Maybe he's got stamps.com. Yeah, and they love him. They're like, man, this guy is always. Do you know how much money we're making? And we yeah. don't even send the package half the time, you know, because it's a live animal. Let's be real, we can't we can't do that. But he's a cat. He doesn't know. He doesn't. He couldn't know that you didn't fulfill your end of the bargain over there. Yeah. So, would you say you're you're a Halloween head? Do you like Halloween? I I do like it. You know, there's a lot to like there, right? Like watching scary mm-hmm. movies, fun. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody likes to be scared. Right. I'm sort of and get this I sometimes think it's a little fun to be scared <laughs> what I know I sort of like invented this okay that's um, kind of like like why that's why I would go to like a Halloween Horror Nights over at Universal because that's fun mm-hmm. you know yeah. people running around sort of like lightly not chasing you because you know you're not running um, right they sort of like pop out and give you a little scare you go through a scary maze that's like kind of fun mm-hmm. uh, watching a scary movie is fun uh i like candy big candy guy sure even for dinner i've heard I, yeah especially <laughs> that old podcast me and ify wadiway uh used to do a podcast together we i've known each other we've known him i've known him since i was like 14 years old or something wow yeah i met him in high school um and i guess i might have been 15. I feel like now that I get older, I like forget how old I was at certain times. You know what I mean? Right. You know, uh, Kevin. Kevin will edit this out. Kevin, you're not going to hear from him uh, very much this episode, and not just because you know. Usually, when I interview a guest, like Kevin, just doesn't say much of anything at all. Sure. Which is fine. He doesn't. He doesn't have to. But when he when he uh, he I don't have a guest. He does talk. But that's not why. It's not because we have a guest. It's actually because he has uh, become trapped in the internet. So he's actually in the. Oh uh, yeah, that can happen. That's yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's that's not. It's not good, but you know we'll we'll get him out before he gets like you know deleted by Norton antivirus or who knows what. Oh God, we have to make sure that the Norton antivirus doesn't do its job. It's actually pretty ironic because Norton antivirus has long been the the nemesis of Kevin, but never quite like this. So mm-hmm. it's quite the reversal. Yeah, he's having a real Tron <laughs> moment right now. He really is uh, master computer, etc. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, the rest, uh, the rest. <laughs> the rest oh man you know what i forgot to put on my pirate hat because it's halloween i wanted to is that your uh, costume this was my costume i got it at so you've been to hollywood horror nights but i went yes. to something even better uh maybe thing you might have seen on some billboards before a little thing known as shacktoberfest Five thousand years of tradition? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Not familiar? That's so, that's so much uh, tradition. But I missed what you went to. You went to Shacktoberfest. Shacktoberfest. Heard about what, this. what was this? What is this? It's like Hollywood Horror Nights, but instead of if it were at a theme park that already existed, it was just in like what amounts to a parking lot. <laughs> sure. Okay. I was guessing it was you know you have to pave paradise to put up a parking lot, but in this case they paved a, par- a parking lot and put up paradise. Uh, yeah, it was it was paradise. Um, you know, I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but you go through this large inflatable shack, um, inflatable. I don't know what you call it. It's it's large enough to be like a bounce house, but you just kind of walk through it, and uh, it's I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but Shack just kind of put money or sponsored it. Is that your cat? Do you have a cat? I have two cats, and I don't know what oh he wants. Oh my god! 
But That's he's okay. Doing, he's doing something. He's like he knows that I'm talking. Yeah, and he wants. And I haven't to be been involved. home. I like just got home, so he's like, "What's up? Oh, yeah? hey, with me?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was out and about. I was having a nice Sunday. Um, nice. So it's nice Shaq, Sunday. the basketball player uh, and well, personality. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, you know he's a he's a marketing genius. Um, and I love. So, him. I think he's he, one of the greatest Americans we have. Wow, that's you know I I don't I, I think he's a great guy. Um, well, so I don't know he's a, cop. a great guy. Maybe he's, he maybe he's not nice. I don't know. I don't um, know. But, I've heard I've heard actually I've heard very recently because I know somebody that worked with him. Uh-huh. That he's very nice. Okay, that's good. He's a nice man. He's a nice man. Um, I you know he he's a bit of a hater. If you listen to his like sports commentary, he can mm-hmm. be a bit of a hater. Um, but you know maybe that critical take is is what society needs. You know, um, but he's certainly not a hater of big business. And so I'd imagine, yeah, working. No, he loves you know, commerce. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be. A, you know, this is it's. A, I think he's really good at it. I mean, that's like I think what we know about Shaq is is almost you know as much as a result of like his amazing marketing than uh, than just the bat. Obviously, he's been dominated in basketball but like you know yes. a lot of other basketball stars have not gone in gone on to be so like omnipresent the same way he has even you I know kobe imagine, bryant wasn't right yeah well i would just, i was gonna say i would imagine just based on how time works now <laughs> i i think he's probably been like a businessman slash personality about as long as he was in the NBA by now. Maybe, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe. I don't know, but that sounds right. It sounds right. And if it's not, it's close. Yeah. So, like, he's up. He's he. point is, soon he will reach an, a point, an apex, where he will cross over to the other side and be what he is now longer than he was in the NBA. Um, it's will people more people will probably know him for that more than he was bad at free throws. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like yeah yeah exactly like no one talks about how he was bad at free free throws anymore it's just like no yeah. that's Shaq. you know he owns papa john's or whatever yes yeah which i know the doughboys have covered this they gotta mm-hmm. rename it to papa Shaq. it's too there's too much baggage with john yeah you can't they can't be like oh i'm Shaq. i'm the new face i'm it's papa john's and it's like it, no one is like oh i love the name papa john's no one is like that name that brand recognition gotta yeah. gotta hit the papa john's after the gym or whatever hey. just call papa Shaq. all your problems are instantly solved it, it's now confusing you know yes and you're gonna tell me someone's gonna not want to go to a place called papa Shaq's. i'm ordering from papa Shaq's every week if they change it to papa Shaq's. i love that name that's good yeah, they already got the shakaroni pizza, you know, yeah. you can but you order that from Papa John's, that doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. It's bad. And see, this is what he's good at, right? Mm-hmm. He needs to get in there and be like, You gotta change the name. Yeah. Because he's the only one with business sense, it sounds like, this guy. <laughs> He really is, and I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a reality of pro sports that you can't be in pro sports forever. It's like you kind of have a a time limit, and I, it seems like a lot of people don't think too hard about like what comes next, you know. No. But it's you you. I, it seems like I mean, certainly, you know, I don't know how much money they make, and maybe it's not that big of a deal, and you could just be like, I'm going to retire forever or whatever. But it seems like you really should think about that, and that that just seems like a true uh, a true yeah. You know, thing that he did it's it's smart it's good i don't know because yeah, yeah i guess you hear about all these like young athletes getting out of the league early and then not having like any money because any young person who's given like i don't know millions of dollars very quickly is mm-hmm. probably not going to do the smartest things with it right like 
if you got that much money, if I if you gave me that much money right now, I'm buying the stupidest shit you've ever heard. Like I'm just like, oh great. Like I have all this money now, I can buy whatever I want. Uh, oh, I spent a lot of it, and I still have a lot of it. Okay, I guess I'll buy something stupid. Um, yeah. Like I'll buy a boat or whatever. Um, yeah. But it, it so it must be hard. But it sounds like he had a good. From what I understand, he had a good support system. He had a good stepdad mm-hmm. who probably helped him out. I think. Uh, I think oh he, yeah. He's very fond. Yeah, I think he uh, is very fond of his stepdad. I think. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, me too. I love his stepdad. I love him too. <laughs> That's something we all share. I think. Yeah. yeah. We love this guy. Yeah, but uh, you know. But yeah, I, I love he, Halloween. He could put more into Shacktoberfest, though. I think you know, or maybe that's the smart move is to not put more money. Who knows? Do you know if this was like the first one, or if it was like it's something he's been doing? Because it's the first I, one, I'll give him a little grace. Yeah, I, I don't, I do not know. That should have been something I researched. I was really up on. I was really into Shacktoberfest for for a period, mm-hmm. um, and so that seems like the kind of thing I would want to look up. But there's been billboards. You know, I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, like in North Hollywood, even in Pasadena and stuff, I've seen a couple billboards around, and it's it's very strange. So it's like I, I feel like I would have seen them last year. Maybe they didn't buy billboards last year. I don't know. But so yeah, I'm not I'm not super aware. But I wish I would have seen a billboard for this because I. I would have wanted to go just based on this cartoon image of Shaq who has bone hands who's holding a sort of like skeleton scepter yes, of some kind and a pumpkin <laughs> yeah and I, I mentioned the inflatable that's what the inflatable is depicting it's the the kind of Dracula cloaked Shaq with the two items in hand and you walk through that to enter Shacktoberfest and uh yeah it's it's it was uh it was it was like a cheap thing but it was cool I, I went with a big group of friends and it was just fun to like you know go around and be with people and i don't yeah. know it was one of the first things i did post pandemic i'm still pretty locked down with the with okay, the pandemic yeah. and stuff you know i'm a i'm a i'm a terrified baby uh, and no that's have you're uh you're doing the right thing uh everybody there's like levels to it right like there's like the people that are like sort of comfortable but aware of the risk uh that you're taking by going out and doing something which is probably like where i am uh mm-hmm. and then there are the people who uh never gave a shit about it and are being <laughs> rewarded for doing the wrong thing the whole time uh sure. now that things are open again and now uh you know that the president's saying that it's over uh when it's not that hundreds of people are dying every single day yeah uh, <laughs> new covid just dropped by the way there's a new variant that's that's tearing around and of course this one gets past the the protection provided by the new boosters so oh, we're back to fucking square zero again I got, yeah i got boosted um a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and it's, it was because i was going on an international trip i went to italy uh nice. and let me tell you something about i'll go ahead and just say europe sure because it was everybody everybody was doing this mm-hmm. they love an open mouth cough in europe they love it <laughs> their favorite thing they were going crazy just uh i actually there's gonna it's gonna be hard to um act this out the way i've been doing it because <laughs> it involves a, like a full body like sprint basically mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. there was a point i was at my hotel and i was like man everyone's coughing like we're about to leave like we're about to basically start the journey home I see this guy from across the like hotel lobby. It was like it felt like you know like sometimes in a zombie movie you see it starting before it actually starts. Like you'll see sure. something weird in like the background and you'll be like, "Oh, that's like weird. Like what's going on there?" Mhm. This was sort of like that. Where I saw this guy in the lobby 
running across the lobby like at a full sprint basically Mm -hmm. stopping halfway and like basically keeling over coughing like like bend over just like (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like we have to get the fuck out of here (laughs) this is a nightmare and then you know on the plane nobody's wearing masks uh so you're doing the right thing Uh, i was wearing a mask was very careful was uh my girlfriend and I were like near tears for the 15 hour flight that we were on basically because like people were just open mouth coughing like and just like on an airplane. Yeah. You know, it was just it was it was harrowing in some spots, but the vacation was nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess a 15 hour flight is like 15 hours, but I feel like even if I wasn't a big mask person in light of all this, I'd be like, well, at least I could wear a mask on the plane. That seems like out of all the places in my entire life where I might wear a mask, it seems like the number one. I'm gonna do it the rest of my life. Doesn't matter. It's very easy to do. Um, They have them now where they're comfortable to wear, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're not all like, you know, they're never uncomfortable. It's just like different. Like you're more used to wearing one necessarily. Three years into this, you're used to yeah. wearing it. So you can't be like, it hurts. It's I can't breathe. Like it's not true. It's just yeah. like, it's just not true. Uh, you know, unless you do have like an issue breathing, like I would imagine it would make it a little uh, more difficult. Yeah, um, which all the, conservatives apparently have that. All I the conservatives what, what do have this. Yeah, yeah. They don't like, I, I, you know, I have a medical exemption, HIPAA and all <laughs> it's that. my HIPAA. Yeah, it's my HIPAA. Yeah, my HIPAA's uh, acting up. Yeah, but I just saw here at this on the Shack. I'm on the Shacktoberfest website. Okay, I didn't realize it was in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Queen Mary adjacent. That's pretty nice. Yes. Well, and 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 they use that because they're like, oh, you know, am I gonna? Maybe I could get. A, they're gonna do an event at the Queen Mary, and I might be able to go on. No, no such luck. They they're they're banking on you thinking that. In fact, it yeah. is closed. You're not yeah, allowed I to think- go on. I think they're, um, they've been having some problems with the Queen Mary. I think they found that it was like slowly sinking. Mm-hmm. Like it's having some problems. Like, so they're either renovating it. I heard they might take it out entirely. Yeah. Last I heard, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, you hear things and whatever, but I heard that they sunk it, but they did it. It's still there. But I thought they, I thought it was gone completely. I thought mm. that they were like, no, they are, there are these problems. We're just gonna let it sink, and I don't know where I heard that. Obviously, false. That's so fun. Imagine they're just like, we just gotta sink this thing. There's no way to get rid of it. Yeah. I guess how do you get rid of a sinking cruise ship? You gotta just let it sink. Yeah. Can you tow those things? I mean, there's tow boats that can tow way bigger ships, but that Mm. seems like really stretching it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe get two. Yeah. (laughs) But I wanted to go. Like that's one of the things I was excited about because like the Queen Mary is like legit haunted. Have you ever been there? I have been there. It used to be, I never done like the haunted things. I got mm-hmm. to walk around there a little bit, and it's just like unsettling because parts of the ship are, you know, completely empty and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, that's like a little just freaky on its own. But I used to go there a lot because in college I went to Cal State Long Beach. I'm from here, like from Southern California. I grew right. up near Long Beach, uh, Downey Lakewood uh, sort of area, and mm-hmm. uh, in my theater class they would make you go see plays, and there's like a little theater in the back of the Queen Mary. And it's just, you know, cause you just went there. It's a little further away, but even when you yeah, live there, weird. it's still a pain in the ass to get to. 
yeah just the roads are very strange and yes. you know you go out into the ocean or whatever yeah it's, yeah you have to drive weird. into the ocean yeah. uh very hard very <laughs> difficult you have to have a special there's car. no parking no yeah you just leave your car in the ocean um <laughs> hope that it washes back up at the end of the night so you can drive home uh but yeah, i used to go there and see have to see plays um mm-hmm. and which i didn't like <laughs> like this is sure. boring and it's far away it, I, I don't like this and maybe um, not even a good venue it, uh, i mean it's like why why out of, uh, that, out of all places it, it was an interesting venue i would say sure, it was like sure. it was just because you're like i'm on a ship that was like kind of the only the best part about it mm-hmm. but like you know it's like a it's on the back of the ship so it's sort of like a curved room so like it's a very steep sort of seating situation oh yeah yeah Yeah. so very like they're really riding that curve uh so like a very narrow uh sort of situation i would say i did a show in a planetarium and it was like that like like every seat was completely you were sitting like you could be stacked on top of the next person down it was it was very severe and very honestly scary to like sit but i wasn't sitting you know i wasn't i was i was doing the show yeah so you were fine everybody else was great freaked out for their lives yeah but you know (laughs) that's it's a good that's a price you pay for entertainment (laughs) exactly it's it's weird it's weird because uh you know i don't know a lot of times people will be like oh let's see a show and it's like oh it's here and you might never never heard of it you show up it's like a planetarium that's interesting it's very it's i don't know it seems like a very interesting thing to just go like you know the the gamble of like just showing up to a random location yeah there are places there are certain places I would say that like if there's like a concert or something or like a show that I want to see and I don't like the venue, I won't go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like hard pressed to go downtown. It's just <laughs> sure. too hard. Yeah. Like even now, yeah. like lifts and Ubers are like hard to get. And they're expensive. Now. And they're, they're really, really expensive, expensive now. And I'm just like, Oh, so I have to either pay a lot, like in, in a parking lot, which is like, you know, happy to do, or drive around for like a while. And like, hopefully I get like a perfectly timed meter situation where I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. it ends at eight o'clock. I can pay for like the first hour and then it's just going to turn off. Like, that's pretty good. Um, but I just hate driving downtown in general. I just don't really, uh, it'd have to be like something I really, really want to see uh, to get me down there. But yeah. Yes, usually not. Like sometimes there was one time Weezer was playing downtown or in Pomona, and I drove to Pomona. <laughs> I was like, I'll drive an hour away to go see this instead of driving very close to where I live. Like I was like, I'm was, not doing it. Yeah. I was parking. I parked right outside the venue. <laughs> oh yeah. And like walked across a one street. Have you ever been to Dynasty Typewriter? Yeah, I like that. I like that theater, but it's tricky to park over there. Uh, they yeah, have that parking, parking lot adjacent right there, but I feel like it's pretty full pretty often. Yeah, yeah. If the, you're lucky if you can get there, and yeah. that's not even like it's that's cheaper than a lot of lots in the general area too. Yeah, but, I think that's why it's always full. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I don't know the elementary school parks there too. I think that's where the oh. faculty parks. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the uh, I I've never successfully parked in that lot. Uh, but I, I, I do like that theater. I knew I used to work at the improv over on Melrose mm-hmm. and the booker at the time 
was this man, Jamie Flam, who is the owner and operator of the Dynasty Typewriter now. He's a very nice, kind man. Very funny guy. Oh, I thought there was a story. Yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. Just, sorry. Uh, just okay. that I know this man, and I like him. <laughs> yeah. I think I've met him before, and, yeah. he, you know, everyone at the Dynasty was really nice when I, uh, we were doing Harmontown there and stuff. Oh, yeah. But um, I used to go see Harmontown. You don't know this, Spencer. I used to go see it what? at in the back of Meltdown. So, speaking Damn. to uh, a fan. A fellow veteran, and a those were veteran. the days. Yeah. So you know, you you get you get you're you're all over and around podcasting. What did you yeah. fall like? And you've been a producer and stuff. What, what did you start as like a podcast fan? For me, I started like when I was working in the back of like a bookstore, and I just had lots of computer time, and so I was like, yeah, probably listen to podcasts. What what was your kind of entry into listening to podcasts? I feel like so. This is like kind of like I don't know if I've ever said this. Uh-oh. I don't like them. No, um, I <laughs> I feel like I first became aware of podcasts in, like, high school. Because, like, the mm. internet, like, comedy stuff was, like, really, like, I don't know, like, taking off at that point. Like, I was a freshman in high school, I think, when, like, Lazy Sunday came out or something. Okay. Right? So, like, that was, like, the internet was, like, the Wild West now with, like, comedy and stuff. But by the time I was getting out of high school... I feel like I had heard of like the Ricky Gervais podcast and like mm-hmm. uh, maybe I don't know if Marin had started yet because I started listening to Marin in college. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember that was probably like my first one that I would listen to. Uh, but I remember in high school they had, re- they had they had made our theater nice. Like we had we never had had a theater the entire time I was in high school. They finally opened a th- like a theater for us uh, mm-hmm. and it had like a recording booth in it. And I Whoa. sort of was like joking with my teacher which is the you know dorky thing to be saying uh a no, you should be like serious a, 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 a teacher who became my friend like, oh, cool. like this guy this guy i love this guy um and i was joking with him i was like oh this microphone and that sound booth over there you could probably record us talking let's record a podcast so like we like recorded a podcast like just the two of us like talking mm-hmm. like after school one time uh, and it probably exists somewhere. I don't know where anybody could ever find it. Um, sure. And don't look for it because I'm sure it's bad. Uh, <laughs> and maybe, you know, has aged poorly, maybe. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But I remember, like, that being, like, a funny thing that I was like, oh, like, I guess I like talking. Like, I was like, I just, I, I've always, like, I was always interested in comedy. I did improv in high school. Um, oh, nice. Okay. But I was, like, with comedy sports. Um, uh, right. Short form improv games. Uh, but I, so I was always interested in like that kind of stuff. And then interested in podcasts probably came from the, I think the first Marin I listened to was the Robin Williams one. I just love, mm-hmm. I love him obviously. And that was my introduction to Marin. Uh, cause it was probably advertised on Apple. Like I was like, Oh, like, what is that? Robin Williams talking for a long time. I'd like to listen to that. And then, sure. you, you know, you hear your nerdists, you hear your, uh, you see, uh, other stuff. And then like, <laughs> I probably got to Harmontown because I was a fan of community yeah, uh, yeah. and I probably had listened to the commentaries and I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Uh, like, uh, oh, he has a show at Meltdown. Oh, that's where, uh, you know, Nerdist happens. Like, oh, I'm just going to go there. So I would just hang out there. Uh, that was like, I would hang out there. I would hang out at UCB where then I eventually worked and like performed. And I guess currently performed now that it's back. <laughs> um, 
Uh, but I was always just at shows. I would just, and that was like the first time I was, because I didn't live in the city proper. I lived like in Lakewood, and I was afraid right. to drive. But what got me to drive on the freeway was going to see comedy shows, like just like by myself. I would just go by myself uh, and watch stuff. And so I remember I saw a Harmontown at the Egyptian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where like it was, I was like, you guys. I think, um, probably Marin was there, right? Marin was there, and Steve Ag was there, uh, and I had like bought a ticket for this, and I some friends and I came, but then I also had won a contest, mm-hmm. so that was like backstage, and oh. I was like talking with like, I mean, I probably we I probably spoke to you maybe even I like I don't remember. I probably gave you the cold shoulder. That sounds like something I do. <laughs> But I remember talking with Dan a little bit. I probably talked with Aaron for a little bit. I talked with Jeff, but I talked to Marin for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is like strange. Like he, he would never remember this and would say, sure. I'm, like, but I was like, I talked to him for a while because he had just interviewed the Mel Brooks and uh, Carl Reiner episode had just come out. And he just talked to me about stuff they talked about not on the show. Uh, <laughs> And how funny they were, and how like affirming it was that they were so funny and cool, uh, right. and willing to do. And it was I talked to him about that for forever, and I was like, "This is great. I love this." Um, and I think, oh, and Bobcat was there too. Oh and yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I think there was just something about it, me being backstage, that these people were like, "Oh, I'll just talk to this guy because he's backstage. He's like okay." Mm-hmm. yeah whereas like if i was like on the street trying to be like so what was like mel brooks like i don't know if i would have gotten the same <laughs> conversation that i got um but yeah i guess i've always just liked it and um i started working at Earwolf after i had worked at a restaurant for like a year that i didn't love i liked the mm-hmm. restaurant but i didn't love getting yelled at you know at seven thirty on a friday night when we didn't have a reservation sure um, yeah and so then I, 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 I saw that Earwolf was hiring the day they posted a job. And oh, I applied. Nice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just asked everybody I knew that had a show there to uh, tell Colin Anderson to hire me. Um, <laughs> and uh, he roasted me when I went into interview and he was like, you think you can just ask everyone who works here to vouch for you? Like, not really like that. And he knows that I make fun of his English accent. Sure. Um, but... Uh, he was like, but he does just, sound exactly like that. He does sort of sound like that for sure. Um, <laughs> bruv, what's all this then? Um, <laughs> and, but no, he, they hired me and they were very nice to me and they let me learn a lot of stuff. I didn't start as a producer. I started as a production coordinator. Oh, nice. Uh, and then start to slowly produce stuff, became an associate producer, then producer and now senior producer. And yeah, they've like, I don't know. It's been great working there. And I love like, I just like the, how much they let me learn while I'm there too. It's just like so cool. Cause I didn't have any like editing experience before, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, I learned a lot on the job and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. So. That sounds awesome. I mean, a yeah. lot of stuff works out like that, but you know, it seems like in modern uh, businesses and stuff now they like, they want people with years of experience and yes. stuff, but it's like, even if you work anywhere, it's like, you still have to learn on the job. Like, even if you learned how to do it somewhere else, it's like, you got to work through this pipeline now and it, it's going to be exactly everything's going to be like a little different. And also like in this business, like not every podcast is cut the same either you know right. like every podcast sort of has its own rhythm has its own like cadence and stuff so you you won't you wouldn't edit 
like you wouldn't edit like a WTF the same way you would edit a get played. You just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It just would be different, a different process entirely. I'm sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's. And I still listen to them. I still love podcasts. I love mm. listening to them. Uh, even ones that I like, I have no involvement with. I, I I listen to, and those are probably the ones that I like the most. Right. Uh, yeah. For sure. Um, did you ever listen to that that Kojima podcast? I, I tried to listen to it once, and then like gave me an error, and I was like, I'll come back to this later. But. I I did listen to. I the last one I listened to was the one with Jordan Peele. Um, okay. Yeah. And. I just I just love um, well I love Jordan and I love his work I think he's such a cool mm-hmm. guy uh, yeah. and just like an interesting uh, like filmmaker um, for sure and an interesting talker I feel like he don't he doesn't do a ton of like long form uh, like interviews mm-hmm. um, but Kojima I what I loved about that episode of that show is that he like he seems to like to collect like famous people um, mm-hmm. and that was just like I I could tell that. Well, he like enjoyed this conversation with Jordan so much. At the end of this episode, he said, "I can tell we're going to be really good friends." So you just met this guy, and you're already like, "He's going to be one of my guys." Right, man. Uh, imagine being one of Kojima's guys or Kojima's guys. Yeah, it'd be sick. I would. I would love nothing more, honestly. Like he's like has like a three D scan of your entire body and just puts you in video games and has somebody else yeah. with you. Sounds great. Yeah. You show up as a little collectible tchotchke in a yeah. video game. Yeah, I'm things. down. I, I yeah. we've tried to get him on our show um and like before he even had this podcast um and now i think we are sort of afraid also to have him on because it's just sort of like if he doesn't like us we'd be devastated um oh yeah that could be yeah because you know how much he likes people like he like he's like very like he makes it very aware that he likes something if he like didn't seem like he had fun with us or like liked us at all it would be crushing because he seems to like yeah. everything <laughs> imagine if he likes like he just really likes wiker and he doesn't like you <laughs> i would almost buy it honestly i'd be like hey that's that's still a win for the trio we okay have sure in, yeah you know? yeah that makes sense uh, but you know heather heather's one of jordan peele's guys kind of you know, yeah way. it's true so you know there might be there might be a way for it but i guess yeah now now the problem is just it's too scary right now it's just it's a little yeah it's a little now that he's in podcasting Mm-hmm. it's slightly more possible but it is also then like you know we have to then we like we 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 went through all these channels like i emailed their like oh yeah like production people and stuff and wow. uh i got back like a not right now because he's working on the death stranding um director's cut so this was like before mm-hmm. that sure and uh then i was like okay i'll ask again you know when that's done basically and so like a couple months right. after that was done uh i think i emailed again and rightfully he's always busy because he's always doing something uh, sure but i don't think he had been doing this yet so maybe it's worth emailing him again but or you know the the pr people at koji pro uh mm-hmm. but it'd be it'd be interesting i because then you have to have a translator also so like i mm-hmm. wonder how that works like yeah on a podcast you know it would definitely be really interesting no matter what yeah it's just would you be uh devastated by the end or not i know i I feel like either way it's interesting right like no matter what it's interesting Um, yeah you know a train wreck is interesting right like yeah best case scenario we're in death stranding too (laughs) yeah man so uh you know uh okay so 
I really like Death Stranding. Uh, yeah. and you've talked a lot about it, but um, We've I don't done know. Three episodes what, of it, yeah, yeah, it's just that game's crazy. I don't know. It was honestly the first Kojima game I ever played. Um, other than I played a little bit of VR missions, but for whatever reason, okay. I just never played any of the Metal Gears other than the VR wow. missions. And then I was like, this doesn't feel like what people like about Metal Gear. And no, yeah, so you I played like the it. DLC. Yeah, basically. And you know, there was no swapping controllers or whatever, changing yeah. of calendars. Like so, it was like what everyone talked about. It was like, yeah, this is a this doesn't what it seems like, but it was fun. Um, but but man, Death Stranding was like I don't know something something about it just felt really crazy and addicting. But but I don't know. I I just think that like it's just so genius and interesting. It's like a deconstruction. But like the idea that you're gonna take traversal moving, which is like such an afterthought and almost like the eating your vegetables of video games. It's like yes. well we can't literally put everything in the same place, so we have to yeah. spread it out and then you have to walk between it. And it's like no that's the game and we're yes. going to make progression and and advancements and that's going to be what's fun about the game and then everything else is essentially just windows and stuff and eventually you know shooting comes in and stuff but that yes. doesn't work until you've mastered walking up a hill you know and <laughs> and i just think that's like it's amazing and if you explain that to someone what that's awful why would you then no, you play 100%. it it's so good i don't know and it's like it's the just, thing that critics of it hang on to the most right mm -hmm. they, like i feel like you do sort of have to approach that game with like a pretty open mind because it is like it is so different like it's not necessarily fun on paper to be walking around but right. the way they've made walking in that game if you stick with it long enough it is fun it is meditative it is very like it's very interesting um yeah something he said on that show on his podcast um he basically was like Nobody ever likes my ideas at first, but I'm always right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm just yeah. sort of like, yeah, like, why would anybody say no to him at this point? Like, why would anybody be like, that's not a good idea? Uh, he's proven time and time again that he <laughs> knows what he's talking about. Um, I, he's been saying recently that his new thing that he's working on is like a new genre. Uh -huh. And I'm like, that's frightening to think of <laughs> like that. He's like going to now change the like the flip the script on us again like what a game is yeah well it's good he can do his own things because i don't know you know it just feels like such a refrain that i see in my life is just like you know everyone's like okay there's this creative person he's the new hot guy we need to get into the this person business we got to yeah. give them what they need to succeed and then you know you get them into a room and they're like here's my idea and then they're like no you can't do that and yeah. it's like but direct dr strange three right you're yeah. only here because you're only here because you believed in me and all of a sudden now you know it's not it's also like without creative people you just be you know doing paperwork or like doing uh, accounting or something like yeah like 100%. they only function like it's not like they're the creatives but then they i don't know whatever i don't want to be like too like negative on a rant or whatever but it's just no so weird i don't know i think for me like you were saying that like people didn't like uh, the traversal or whatever but like i like taking like i think i'm a firm believer believer in trying to take things on their own terms mm -hmm. because if it's like oh here's this new game it's called freaking sonic and then i'm like wait this isn't mario it's like <laughs> well no it's sonic it's trying yes. to be sonic it's like you can't you, you got to take it on its own turn and i think like that game is that was the problem is like a lot of people were like ready for something else and then when it was not what they were delivered they're like but this isn't you know and, and breath of the wild i think is the same way whereas a lot of people reacted really negatively to like the destroying weapons and stuff and i was like it's not 
great to me. I'm not like, oh yes, I love my weapons being destroyed. Yeah. But it's like, but that's it's worked into what the game's supposed to be, the exploration, the free world. I'm replaying Breath of the Wild, by the way. But it's like I'm gonna take it nice. on its own terms. And they want you to do that, so I'm working that into the flow. And when you do, it's pretty satisfying, you know. You throw a bomb at a yeah. guy and he drops his fork and then you th grab his fork and you stab him with it and you throw the fork at him and it explodes and then you grab someone else. You know, it's like that's yeah. a pretty fun loop when you're accepting that's what the game wants you to do yeah, and not just 100%. getting mad. You know, I don't know. Whatever. I had a hard time. It took me years to get into Breath of the Wild because mm -hmm. I'm not a Zelda guy by nature. I haven't really played a lot of Zeldas. Uh, and so and it's I, very unique in terms of Zelda stuff, too. Like, it's yes. not very Zelda -y in a lot of ways. And so I st when I got it when I got my switch which was probably like within the launch year not at launch but within the launch mm -hmm. year and I got Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and I flew through Mario Odyssey I loved it because mm -hmm. I'm used to Mario I know what Mario does oh yeah and but Mario Zelda, Odyssey was I think Mario Odyssey is better than Zelda Breath of the Wild by a pretty wide margin even though I really like both it's like certainly like more fun because it's like it's <laughs> it's it's faster to get to the fun right like yes, yes. whereas like in in Breath of the Wild you sort of have to like really work to get to like the fun stuff yeah um but like I only got through it I think like last year like I mm -hmm. I, I I spent time and I really just like hunkered down and it was like got and then like understood why it was good and was like oh okay 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 i love this and i i, I can't wait for the for the new the second one, one. Yeah. yeah i'm replaying it like i said and i'm not i'm, I'm enjoying it a lot less than i expected I, i'm not disliking it but something about the open world when it first hits you it's just like jesus you know and it's like you're really exploring it but then once you're coming back and it's like no i kind of know what's where like even if i don't know it's like i i know th that i'm expecting yeah. stuff it like you it loses a lot of the magic and it's like i guess i gotta make a lot of uh, mushroom skewers or whatever and it's yeah i don't know it's it feels a lot less than i expected it to be the second have, time i'm still having fun but it's just different does it have new game plus or is it like just like you start fresh I think it does. I'm not sure. I just chose to start fresh just because okay. I don't know. You can you can get a house and for whatever reason I never got the house the first time through. I and haven't done that the either, whole time yeah. I was like yeah, the whole time I was playing it, I was like, I just wish I could put my good swords away, and then I don't have to worry about them. And then if I'm going to fight a boss, I could go grab my good swords. And then someone was like, you know, there's a house. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was so mad. Um, I think I learned that there was a house, obviously, years late and like 80 hours into playing the game. Yeah, I was like, exactly. you can do that? I didn't know. And I didn't even try because I was almost done anyway. Yeah, and it is. I had gotten the Master Sword by that point. Um, right. But. I just started a new game plus on on God of War 2018 because I'm excited <laughs> for Ragnarok. I, I sure. can't wait for Ragnarok. Uh, it's probably my favorite like game franchise. I love mm -hmm. I love God of War. Yeah. Um, but I started new game plus, and at first I was like, I'm not really gonna play this whole game again. Like I loved it. I loved. I, but I also got to it a little late. I got it at launch and then put it away because I was like stuck. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I also hadn't had the... Have you played it? I don't want to spoil anything. No, and I probably yeah. won't. The games that okay. are like, this is just an action game, something yeah. about it is like, I kind of don't just want to do that. I'd love to watch them on streams and stuff. Sure. But like, it's just like, I, I skipped all the Batman games, and I'm sure they're really well done games. Mm -hmm. It's just something about it is like, I don't just want to do action. I have a very strange kind of genres that I like. I'm mostly like platforming games, like Mega Man. Uh, okay. No, that's great. Games. I love, have you played Mega Man 11? Yeah, Mega Man 11 is great. Mega so Man 12 good. was great. 
It's all all good stuff. The uh, I Mighty love Number Nine is great. Oh god, we just did a uh, Mighty Number Nine episode, uh, and I was actually surprised to learn that more people like it than dislike it. It seems like, but it's it does yeah. it did seem like it was uh, sort of critically. Uh, not received well. I did well, not enjoy it. Um, I think the concept of a dash mechanic like they have in that game, bad idea. Just a bad idea. But yeah. then the execution on that is really bad. There's this game called Mighty Gunvolt, which is which is like a Mega Man clone, and it also has a very similar dash mechanic, and I don't like that either, but it's it's uh, executed well. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, I actually see the idea, whereas in Mighty Number no. 9, it's like, <laughs> this doesn't even work. It's just, right. I don't know. Is there a dash in... I think there's like a sort of dash button in um, the new Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved that game. That's a good. Uh, that's a good platformer. Uh, and so far, I think one of the remaining, one of the only PS5 exclusives still standing. I think. Um, yeah. Because they that's just a keep bummer. porting everything to PS. The, they keep porting everything to PC. They just ported Sackboy. Sackboy's on PC now. <laughs> Sackboy like- was a great PS5 uh, exclusive game. Yeah, to me, Little Big Planet was always like the kind of one of the fl- like flagship PlayStation yeah. exclusives. So, but yeah, I was I was like, I don't want to get a PS Five until Final Fantasy Sixteen drops. And yeah. and at the time, I was like, well, I'm sure there'll be all these good games that exclusive that come out, and I'll just have to bite. You know, I'll have to deal with it. And so far, it's I'll like, just have to no, deal with there's it. really nothing. There's yeah, there's really not, nothing. Not a ton. Returnal will be good when you get to it. Returnal is great. Right. Yeah. Like shooter. Um, but I think even that's probably coming to PC, maybe. Um, or I don't think it already is. Um, mm-hmm. Ragnarok on PS5, PS4, not really an exclusive, you know? Yeah, I have a PS4, so. <clears throat> so you'll be able to, uh, get back to Jodenheim. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been meaning, you know, all of my, my family is like, when are you visiting? You know? <laughs> I hail from giants. This is a fact about me um is this true know. if i remember you are sort of a, you're a tall man yeah when i was in high school people used to uh, well one guy used to call me shrek as like That's a kind rude. of bully style insult and i was like a well, compliment now i feel like i feel like people have come the other way on shrek yeah but i don't even think it still sounds bad. he's like big like i don't it's not like he was a giant he's an ogre but like i don't yes. think he was like necessarily the biggest guy no like, he was probably know, like five ten yeah or even just like six foot but six foot's not like you're not a giant at six feet and he's certainly not a giant he's an ogre those are different things i saw somebody i'm five six so i know that i'm i'm Mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm slight um (laughs) i'm a short king as they say um the i saw somebody the other day who was so tall that i felt like when i was craning my neck to look up that it took longer than normal <laughs> this was like the biggest guy I've ever seen. It was like a slow pan up, kind of. Yeah, like I felt like I kept going, and I think at one point I said, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I thought there'd be uh, a head at this point, but no, still shoulder. Yeah, I, you're still going, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought you would have stopped. Yeah, uh, we're not doing that anymore, dude. Yeah, I I actually really like when I see a tall because i'm like thank god like anytime i'm not the tallest person in the room i like i I guess i get a bit of like oh i'm kind of normal you know like i'm not i'm not the outlier um which is interesting uh this is not you know uh this this is tall talk yeah i just wanted to say like 
just, just very strange very strange don't don't judge me please uh reserve judgment for this moment i had a dream last night where there was a little uh a really tall woman that was like easily like seven foot four i'm listening that i was in some sort of intimate relationship mm-hmm. that involved her being her be- it's hard to explain and then i don't want to get explicit either sure. but it, it involved being like a reverse centaur kind of chariot sort of thing where there was okay. like it was like it was there was intimate moments combined with moving around and there was a single wheel that i think i held and then she <laughs> was being tall i'm sorry that's but i just like it's i'm not going to remember it next week it's never going to come up again i just have to get that out of my brain just because you know whatever i'm sorry i'm sorry i think it's um, great okay just i try strange. to remember my girlfriend and i try to remember our dreams mm-hmm. in the morning because they're usually yeah. kind of you know i don't know if they're that interesting but like well, if, they, if, if they're of note it's fun to share it with somebody who is supposed to care about it yeah and they don't have to be interesting to other people but i used to smoke a lot of weed and i would never yeah. dream when i was on weed like or i'd never remember whatever uh but yeah. like i wouldn't dream and since i've stopped i've had a lot more dreams and i think it's a good trade i kind of like having crazy dreams sure. more than i like being high in waking hours and i feel like it's similar like you're in this completely strange state of mind where you're you know you're not conscious but it's like a it's a state of mind it's kind of like hallucinating or something i've never done yeah your brain's working like it's it's doing something you're it's having a sort of like response to something right yeah but i think it's good you know there the apocalypse was also happening in that dream uh, all around us and and it was not like a it was like a maga apocalypse not like a like a like a movie apocalypse it was a very grounded apocalypse sure oh yeah yeah people Um, just like you know what we're doing january 6th everywhere yeah and i i I suppose you probably don't know this but we actually have a segment that uh, i want to crack into real quick just you know since it's thematically appropriate it's called news time and you know kevin you're in the wires uh you know maybe maybe drop the music either way it's fine um but uh it's news time and today in the news the nazis are at it again that's what the segment is mad i talk about the nazis and what they're doing yeah um so we haven't yeah they really are we haven't really talked about yeah, exactly. We haven't really talked about Kanye, but Kanye is, uh, you know, you know what he's doing. He got canceled, Yikes. but he's he's done a lot of damage. And people in L.A. or not, you know, Nazis in L.A. were putting, you know, anti-Semitic signs. And in like an event in Florida, there was also people posting anti-Semitic signs. Also, you know, Elon Musk has bought Twitter, and the Nazis are going. I saw a thing that said like the use of the N-word on Twitter has skyrocketed. Yeah, five hundred percent. I saw. Yeah, five hundred percent. Which you know, you know. So it's uh, up from five hundred percent. Like it doesn't seem like anybody was doing anything about it before. Yeah, it's like yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a priority before, but now it's just uh, open season. Um, and I, I really think it's you know people are like, oh, Elon Musk didn't want Twitter. He's actually you know he's going to give up and get bored of it in a week or whatever. I think it's actually really bad, really dangerous. Um, yeah. This is. I'm sorry to like pivot to such serious matters, but these no, are the no. kind of things I rant about. But um, I, I do think it's bad. You know, information is a huge part of warfare to the extent that like Fox News was this intentional political machination that happened after like the fall of Nixon or whatever. Yeah. You know, like I think we we're still paying the costs of them making that strategic move. Uh, at the left, the center, etc., have never kind of 
done anything about that shot across the bow that a new frontier had opened up in this war so to speak and we just haven't challenged it it's like their tanks are just rolling roughshod over all this territory and you know trump winning is the fruits of that and yes. trump winning led to all this terrible stuff that is not going to be undone you know uh anytime soon in terms of elections and stuff um if anyone can hear that that's uh my my doorbell um hopefully not the nazis are coming but uh, i heard what you said I'm listening to your podcast, <laughs> but, um, but Stop yeah, saying that so, about us. and so as bad as Fox news was, I think Twitter is, has the percent potential to be that, that same thing. And it, it's, well, it's really already, bad. Like he's already tweeting. Like he responded to Hillary Clinton about the Nancy Pelosi, which is so uh, far beyond game. what I would have expected, but yeah. at the same time is in line with what I expected. It's like so far, it's so much farther. Yeah. Just like already to- spreading misinformation, like conspiracy theories. Like, yeah, of course he's going to do that because he's like not a smart man. He's a weird, he's a weird guy uh, who just, you know, has the voice of the internet in his ear, sort of, where he's just like, oh, like I just like regurgitate the same shit that all these fucking right. like conservative trolls also do. But I'm also a comedian. Yeah, I just think it speaks to his intentions. Like, that's yeah. what he wants it to be, is a place where this stuff is happening. And I think that's really bad. And one of the reasons it's really bad is not just because we're there or whatever, but because most people who are, like, news figures are there. So it's like, if all of us, for instance, go to, let's just say Mastodon, like, there's not a good alternative, but let's just say yeah. we did. The the news people wouldn't. They'd still be there. So it'd just be, it'll be so it'll it as it gets worse, that's what they're internalizing. And I think the news already and media already internalizes and validates right wing uh nonsense talking points and I, they just think it's 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 Well yeah, they I keep letting really this guy bad. go on the news and yeah. say his like anti Semitic shit and be like, Why are you saying this? And then not and there's never any pushback and there's never like they platform the worst people and the people who lied about you know their election and stuff it's just it's it was already bad and i just i think it's going to make it worse i think a lot of people are in denial i don't blame them for being in denial uh but you know th- that's that's what this segment is is being very alarmist but i don't think i don't know i'd have to check the record books but i don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of historical problems have resulted uh, uh as a result of people like being like I think these Nazis are worse than everyone assumes. Like, yeah, you know, I yes. think it's I think it's maybe the opposite. It's usually people are like, I think these Nazis aren't so bad, and that's what yeah. causes the problem. I you think know? So, so I think I think you're right. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry, uh I, I didn't mean to but it just seemed like no. a little natural segue I wanted to hit a little bit. But, you got um, it. It's it's I feel like it's you know it's I feel you know, everybody who isn't a Nazi should be saying very easily hey these nazis are fucking bad like it should yeah. be easy it should be easy to say not everybody's doing it for whatever reason like yeah i see a lot of people doing it or whatever but it seems like it'd be a lot easier to call it out than uh some people would make it seem i think yeah a hundred a hundred percent um so to make an incredibly hard pivot <laughs> so you have a podcast called get yes. animate is that correct that's right yeah it's a spinoff of get played it's on our patreon mm-hmm. and that's where we really get into the weeds with some anime uh but we do it like series by series sort of so it's not like a sort of anime grab bag uh, i'm new to anime so there's just like i sort of have like a um a real outsider looking in perspective i'm starting to be able to you know be an insider uh but sure. i haven't watched as much um we started with neon genesis evangelion which is heather and campbell's like favorite thing <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah period um and i grew to really love it 
uh, mm-hmm. two. It's uh, now important to me as well. Uh, and then we watched this new one called Licorice Recoil, which was good, but very different. I'm learning I'd that say- they can be different. Yeah, so so I watched Licorice Recall on your recommendation, mm-hmm. and I would say that that's a very common type of anime where it's just you know you have you have the main characters, you have some sort of larger kind of sustained plot. There's there's action, there's kind of slice of life, kind of just hanging around doing fun stuff, and and it's just like a season and and it's like thirteen episodes or so, and then it's kind of over. I mean, I think there might be a season two, but but it's yeah. just kind of uh, it's just kind of the thing that but that a lot of modern anime is is like that, and it's just like here's the season. Oh, that was fun and kind of interesting, you know, and let's move on to the next one and stuff yeah but I, I liked it on that level like i don't think it's like you know high yeah, art I, I enjoyed it too i thought it was just like a nice time just yeah. to watch some nice friends uh you know shoot some guns occasionally um and stop a great threat um mm-hmm. but now we're going to be watching um chainsaw man which is like the first like manga i've been reading uh, oh so yeah it's it's yes yeah, so i never read a manga before really uh they uh heather was like you really got to check out Chainsaw Man to both mm-hmm. Nick and I, and yeah. we were like, okay. And then we're now we're just like big. The three of us are just big Chainsaw Man heads, <laughs> and we've started the series now, uh, and we're going to be catching up to it as it airs, and then recording episodes the day it drops and releasing oh, wow. them the day after, which is going to be challenging, but I, sure. we're going to be able to do it, um, and. It's it's great so far. It's so good. Um, it's it's just funny and weird and like violent and fun and it's I, I don't know. It's such a funny. It's such a cool concept. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's sort of more like we sort of stick with one series and do that for a little bit, which is you know maybe I don't know if that's like something that the patrons necessarily like or you know you know what i mean because like, i don't know if they want to just sure. tune in it might be nice because it's like oh i like this show i'll tune in for this run and then you know bow out which is perfectly fine or you know if it's like oh we're doing a bunch of things at once people might be like oh right maybe more like how you do the show. video games where yeah you just kinda, sort of yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. sort of grab baggy sort of but we do it we do it this way maybe it's a little easier for everybody i think it's a good yeah. format for podcasts like it it's it's easy and it, and it kind of lets you go like okay let's shoot the shit i mean i haven't actually listened to it i don't have yeah. uh you know uh, maybe i'll uh, you know what i'll subscribe today uh, because to. i do i but <laughs> i i want to it's something i like and i like podcasts and i like anime and stuff and and i have been watching the anime you guys watched i haven't started chainsaw man yet but i plan to i've just heard it's really you know like i don't know i think there's a lot of anime where bad stuff happens and yeah. i've heard that there's bad stuff that happens in chainsaw man and sometimes i'm like I just want people to like talk about tacos or something, just a slice of life anime yes. where everyone's in love and stuff and it goes well. Like I heard it I can know. get I haven't gotten to this point in the manga yet, but I heard it gets pretty bleak. Um which is probably more the like Evangelion uh like speed, if that's mm-hmm. like if that's your type of thing. Sure. Um I I will say that I think the run of Evangelion podcasts is uh is worth listening to if you haven't if if people haven't heard it not just from a subscribe to our patreon sort of way i do because it's also it's on stitcher premium as well if you have Mm -hmm. Stitcher premium the episodes come out a month after they come out on patreon so 
do it that what you will uh, make the choice that is right for you. Um, sure. But I, the I think the podcasts were especially good because Heather cares so much about Evangelion and has watched it annually for 25 years, basically. Um, sure, yeah. That she just had a lot to say about it and a lot of good insight and information for us to share to share with us who hadn't seen it before. And then by the end, because she had talked to us so extensively about it, I felt like when we watched the movie, we were able to think about it more critically than we would have if we had just watched it without a shepherd, sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the production is really interesting in the sense yeah. that, you know, like, I don't know, you know, you probably heard about this or talked about it on the podcast or whatever, but my understanding is that, like, he made the anime as a big kind of in part a big love letter to anime because his previous projects had been kind of like fan projects and stuff yeah but it was also like an, an unwitting investigation of depression because he had depression and he didn't know about it until like the very end and um yeah learning about it he wanted to make the ending because he wanted it to not end so bleakly and it wanted to be like hey there's actually hope you know you can get through this and stuff and also just imagine like suffering an illness that you had no idea was even an illness. Yes. Like that's how I feel about ADD sometimes. And then you like watch it, read a, a comic or watch a TikTok, and it's like, oh, wait, that's ADD. That has a name. It just, you get this like elation yeah, and power over it that you've never had before. And like imagining it through that lens. And then the ending in light of that to me is just so like so cool and powerful and interesting. And, um, and then that obviously garnered such negative reaction that he was like, you know what? Fuck you. Here's the movie and go, you know, go fuck yourself now. And this is what you wanted. You piece yeah. of shit. Like slop it up. You pigs. Or you whatever. fucking like, pigs. I, it's also just, just really like an investigation of like, like, I think I said a version of this on the show, but it was sort of mm -hmm. like, I was sort of like, he's sort of challenging the audience being like, hey, like, why do you like this? Are you okay? Like, there's like, what, what, what about this show did you like? You might also like be depressed if you yeah. enjoyed some of this, which I think is good. I think it's good for artists to ask questions of the audience that might be challenging, you know? Um, and I think I, you know, I, I haven't seen the new, like the new ones, the rebuilds. Heather yeah, was sort of like- They're very different. She's like, don't watch them. We'll watch them together maybe at some point. Uh, but yeah, they're showing them in you know, theaters. They're showing the last one in theaters in December. And I was like, I have to go see this. I was like, I have to wait, go see this. they're re-showing it? They're re-showing the, uh, the, the most- third. The third uh, 3.0 plus uh, yeah. 1.01 or something together. Yeah. Thrice upon a time. They're showing it in theaters. Um, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go. I got to go see I think see they're this. cool. Yeah. they're just so different like it's yeah. a different you know uh, anime does this a lot where they they redo something and it's like an alternate take and it's like that and so it's like yeah it's it's just like a different story and it's cool on its own terms but if you know i i don't know i guess i expected it to be kind of more building on the lore in the world and it felt mm -hmm. like an alternate reality or something Interesting. which again is not bad it's just like so i think that's it when when heather on the podcast was talking about how she didn't like him that's kind of was my take is because i felt the same way it's like yeah it's like it's not what i liked about evangelion you know the first movie yes. was but but this is like you know it has the polish of like a new kind of you know the polish of something that has all the cachet that eva has built like right you know up till now but i liked it i liked it a lot but lots of cachet but every time i walk into one of these 
now these stores, these like anime stores that I see, very little to no uh, Eva merch, nothing, not mm-hmm. even a T-shirt, but it's all the new stuff, you know, your Mob Psycho 100s, your Jujutsu Kaisens, your um, uh, uh, Spy Family. I learned that you're not supposed to pronounce the X. Yeah, uh, I, that's I, I did too. I didn't know that before. Oh yeah, no, I was made aware of it. Let's say <laughs> people. Yeah, this is the I, thing about the internet. People will uh, uh, gladly correct you. Well, you know what I've learned to do is scream at them on the internet incessantly yeah. and then block them um, after that's I've good. been made sure that they read my reply. Um, and that's yes. that's good. I think a lot of people like me, and no one's ever held it against me. Uh, no, 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 it's good. That. It's good. It's nice. I block. I love to block. I love to but scream. I won't do it if you're, you know, being nice mm-hmm. or normal. But if you're being a dickhead, you're blocked, baby. Yeah. Nowadays, I just mute everyone. Like, it's like the first, like, not even like if someone says like a, a joke tag to my tweet and I'm like, that made me feel a little weird inside. Not even because it was a bad joke. It's just like, Ugh, come on, that kind of reaction. I'm like, well, I'm only going to get more from this person. So I'm just muting them. And it's, it's so like now I yeah. don't have to think about it. And so as a result, like anytime I look at my tweets, it's like there's seven replies and I can't see any of them. I'm like, I mean, I, I still this, think this, this can't is be the good. right move. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a very strange. I don't There's know. There's no way like, I'm going to read this and like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just like closing off my world, which I'm sure is as bad in a lot of ways. But I don't know. I'm very reactive. Things really make me feel bad for a long period of time afterwards. Yeah, and so, I had like, to change my relationship to social media in general. I don't receive notifications for things that are from strangers. Yeah, I just don't get sense. it. I turn them all off. Um, because I'm, there are a lot of people that are very nice and write nice things, but that's also negative in a way. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause like you I, shouldn't be gassed up 24 seven. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. A hundred. I, uh, it's like, just feedback that you're not that's not necessary you know it's just like it's it's nice and i appreciate when people are nice and say nice things about the work that i do or you know hearing me on a podcast or something um but but you know candy's nice yes yeah. and that yeah. doesn't mean it's good for you you, you gotta know? brush like, your teeth you gotta eat a carrot every once in a while you know uh yeah and a carrot is not somebody being bad it's just somebody <laughs> you know well, that's, yeah, somebody no, you just, know instead I, yeah exactly someone you know i just i think like i think it's hard to for people to understand you know i'm i'm small potatoes i'm not a big guy but i've been you know a public figure for a while and i think it's mostly been a negative experience not like the whole i would yeah i would trade it for nothing but like i think generally it's degraded me as opposed to made me better i feel like a worse person as a result of it and that's mm-hmm. not just the bad it's also the good but like i feel like such a raw nerve in a way i didn't used to and like part of that yeah. is it's like yeah even the good interaction i don't know like I'll, I'll i'll open my dms and then um because for what i'm a fucking idiot my dms are open um <laughs> look we all we're all because I'm, sick yeah i'm lonely and i i hold out hope that someone will uh, like approach me and be like hey i'm a hot lady yeah. and then even when that's happened it still makes me really uncomfortable it doesn't yeah. so it's even though the the case from that is like not good but that's kind of why i've done it um but so but 
as a result, people can DM me and stuff. And and then so sometimes I'll go through and usually don't get the message requests and stuff. And then I'll see them and it'll just like go back a year and I'll look at them and I'll feel like crying. And it's like, it's yeah. not even anything. Like sometimes it's people saying nice things, but it's, for some reason, like this like quantified mass of people like i i say it's like a wave of intention like just they have this idea like i want to tell this person they're doing a job i want to ask this person to be on my podcast i want to ask this person if he could reach out to this person like just like i just feel like i'm just a guy i'm not i'm not this tool for you to like operate on the world and like access other people or help you yes. execute your will i just i'm just trying to live and and also but i also want to help them but i like can't bring myself to do it and it's just like i self-destruct it's it's a yeah. Very weird thing and i don't know if other people get that but for me it's just like it's this overwhelming mass of just the existence of other people being revealed to me in a very strange way if that makes sense i 100 percent agree and i i know exactly what you're saying and somebody um demi uh, demi did you ebay um put it in great terms that i was able to understand it a little better and he said that you know, he said that like people on the internet don't really see you, like you, Spencer, me, Matt, as like a person, like a human being. We're a product because they hear us. There's something that's been they want it optimized for their experience. So like I'll just say as an example, a couple of months ago, somebody DM'd me and was like, "Hey, I love your work. Thank you so much for everything you do. You say um so much." yeah yeah and i was like okay well go fuck yourself i was like i don't know what you want me to do with that you want me to change how i speak you yeah it'll I mean? get it's 10 like, cents more every two weeks or something like what? yeah it's yeah like, i was like i'm, I don't just, know what I'm a human i'm this. not a yeah yeah I, so i'm not like a product that can be optimized for your specific experience mm -hmm. uh i'm just also a guy who would never just, say that to someone yeah would just never say anything bad like that um but also uh i just i'm trying to do as well as you are also and you know it, it's it's easy to correct somebody on the internet it's easy to like reach out to somebody on the internet and say something a little shitty because there's a barrier but it, there's two really it's their screen and yours like mm -hmm. so it's like there's like there's this wall that uh is like penetrable from their side and impenetrable from yours because mm -hmm. it is just sort of like okay well nothing i say is gonna uh i, I can't write them back and be like hey this hurt my feelings you know what I mean? Because like, what's that gonna do? I'm not trying to start a dialogue with this person. And regardless, like they can't conceive of that because they're just insulated from the consequences. Like they don't, and like when they're doing it, they're not thinking about that because they're just like, oh, I could just type this into my computer and send it off, and maybe it'll be fine. And they don't like that's the end of that thought usually, you know. Mm -hmm. So yes, they're gonna change. They're gonna say um, less. I'm just gonna <laughs> fire this off real quick, and they're just gonna do it. And they're going to be thankful and it's like oh my god this is so they great i wanted know. to better myself and yeah, yeah <laughs> you know but and then yeah and then i just self-destruct and want to die yeah um but yeah I, I yeah it's 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 hard um i don't like it if there is a way to <laughs> get away to keep doing the same thing but not you know have that part uh although there is you know i could tune out but i don't you know yeah no i'm also I look just addicted so yeah, no, I mute notifications and I search my fucking at. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I look to see if anybody's... Every time I do Comedy Bang Bang or something, I look at the subreddit to see if anybody's talking shit, you know? Yeah. Because I want to know... Yeah, I would do Harmontown, and every time we do a Harmontown, I'd go look at the Reddit to see, like, oh, I thought I said some funny stuff. Is anyone going to comment on the fact that I said some funny stuff? It's like, first of all, no. Like, no one even pays attention, and they're like, oh, what about Dan? What about Jeff and stuff? And, like, I'm just not an afterthought. And then second of all, if it is, it's like, it's always, even if it's nice, it's something that pisses me off. So it's like, what am I doing? But I still do that. Now I, I check yeah. my own Reddit for uh, my, this, this podcast and see yeah. what people are saying. And they're still never saying, like, oh, these jokes are so funny. And then even if they do it doesn't make me feel better like no so like, that was actually funny on this one like that's not the compliment you think it is yeah you know exactly. like <laughs> i don't know man um well uh okay so just the last quick topic you know we're running we're running low on time i just want to ask uh you know you went to italy was there any crazy foods do you like food are you a food guy I, i'm a I, big food guy i love food i eat it every day sometimes three times a day sure uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner are usually the ones I try to hit. Uh, mm-hmm, occasionally mm-hmm. a snack if I'm feeling crazy. But I do like food. I will say when I went to Italy, I had pizza. I had pasta because those are the things that they say to get, right? Sure. And I was like, I, was, I wasn't, I, I, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I don't want to, but I wasn't like blown away by the quality sure, necessarily, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It was like the best I've had good pasta and pizza elsewhere also. It was like the best version of that, but every day. So I was like, oh, this is like good. I'm glad it's base level good, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. It's all great stuff. But my favorite thing that I ate, I had two favorite things that I ate actually, I'll tell you about. There was this sandwich place in Florence that I wish, hmm, Il Fiorin, hmm, what was it called? Oh, Fratinelli, I think. Okay. There's a TikTok place. Well, they got banned, but there was a TikTok place that was a sandwich place in Florence that I want to go to. There was this... Okay, so it was a a sandwich place in in Florence that's in an alley. Mm -hmm. It's been there since 1875. And it was heaven. It was so good. The bread was great. The, like, cured meats were great. You know, it was great. It was just perfect. I loved it. That was one of my favorite things I ate there. It was just like a, you know, a piece of like cured meat between bread with some um, pecorino cheese and oh, arugula. Man. And I was like, this is just yeah, perfect. Yeah. Nothing yeah. better than this. Then also in Florence, they have um, they have like a steak that they're famous for called mm-hmm. the Florentine steak. And it's like served, it's basically like a huge steak that you have to share. And you know, I could eat a big steak, but they're like, you have to share this thing. It's fucking huge. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not going to share it. Yeah. No, if I hear a big steak, I'm like, gimme. Yeah. They're like, you don't understand. This is like Fred Flintstone size, like tip your car over big. Sure. And I was like, okay, that's all right. They didn't say that, but you know, they could have. Mm-hmm. If they were funny like me, they would have said it. Um, <laughs> and so we got the steak to share it, and it, they were like, but they kept checking. You sure you guys want this? Oh and God. everybody's been saying to get this because it's like such a, you know, it's a treat. But mm-hmm. it's because it's served so raw, so mm-hmm. rare, that it's like still like dark red. It's like red. I mean, I like a rarer cut of meat, you know, like I like a rare steak. Yeah, that's what they call like blue rare or something, right? Yes. Something like that. Yeah, I, I learned this today. 
actually. So you saying this, it's true. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so I, we got it, and they were like, are you sure? You guys don't want us to cook it for a little longer? We're like, no, just give it to us the way you want it. And so we got it, and it was so good. It was oh, just good. Really, it was just it was perfect. It was it was it was fantastic. We really. I was really kind of worried yeah. that it was like maybe it was gonna be too raw. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I, uh, it, was, it was it was fantastic. No, it was um, yeah, it was it was I don't know. I like like I like rare meat though. You know. Yeah. When it's yeah, supposed li- to be, I would not eat chicken rare. Come on, this guy's a stickler over here. That's I won't do not. it. I'm not trying <laughs> okay. to get salmonella or nothing. You know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to impose my my values onto you. So I think yeah. that's okay. Okay, I know that. Yeah, this guy's taking a bite out of a raw chicken breast. No, but I know that in, in other countries you can do it, but here mm-hmm. you can't because we pump our chicken with bad stuff. We pump our chicken full of filth. Like yeah. we just have this big pipe of filth that we plug up a chicken. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. See, I like a rare steak, but I also the the, the best part of the steak is like the crust, you know, like the char with the, the salt grizzle. on it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it usually it feels like if you get something rare enough, unless it's like a really nice place, it doesn't. They don't they don't get that char. So it's like a real it's it's a real kind of you know uh, uh, Solomon's choice. I don't know Sophie's <laughs> choice. I don't know. Um, where it's like because I think I'd rather have something less rare if I can guarantee that like really nice crust. Mm-hmm. But I know what you, you know, mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I definitely this had it all. Let me tell you, it was oh, great. Man, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, man. Um, I don't know. Is uh, we talked about some of your stuff, but you got anything to plug? You 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 on you want to talk about podcast or Twitch or I don't know. Yeah, you know we've been streaming a little Twitter. more on the on the get played. Uh, Twitch accounts, twitch.tv slash getplayedpod. Um, so we've been, Nick and I have been streaming more because we're the ones that have, uh, I guess, time to do that. Um, Heather's busier than both of us combined, I think. Sure, um, yeah. But maybe she'll be there someday. Mm-hmm. We'd like to get her on a stream. Yeah. Um, and then check out, yeah, Get Played. We just did an ep- uh, We just did an episode on Vampire Survivors, which, oh boy, I love I love, love, love that game. <laughs> um, and yeah, check out Get Animate on patreon.com slash get played. And then that's it. There'll probably be another What's With These Homies talking about Weezer episode coming out around the start of winter when they drop their winter EP. But until then, mm-hmm. radio silence. All right. Well, sometimes, you know, radio silence is good, you know? know. Yeah. And thanks for having me, man. I, I, I love talking with you yeah man this was this was really fun we gotta have you back sometime uh Please. you know i technically have a co-host uh named jeff but uh yes you know let's be real i don't i don't i don't really have a co-host <laughs> i kind of <laughs> his pictures uh and if you're listening to this jeff which you're not but if you listen to this i love you i wish you would uh come back <laughs> come back to me jeff uh i don't know I, i'm on twitch everything's that the, you know the sixler at the sixler twitch.tv slash the sixler patreon.com slash the sixler but you know just just do whatever it's, it's fine i just i'm just glad i want you know really my plug is for you guys listening to this i just want you to have a good life you know wow that's nice yeah day. yeah so so go out I pray there to god people don't just have the ability to reach out to you whenever they want <laughs> 
yeah enjoy it enjoy you know it's, it's and, and take it from matt he's gone viral on twitter before it's not oh boy it's not good it's not what you want it you don't you think you think it's, it's gonna curse. be all candy and roses but there's nothing good it's all it's all bad just enjoy no. enjoy it you know yeah i don't know enjoy it and we like to end the podcast the same way as we do every week and so this week as always enjoy it <laughs> that, that's all kevin kevin cut cut kevin cut kevin cut <laughs> okay kevin okay. could you put stuff in to make me sound good thanks okay okay well uh do what he said but then cut okay okay kevin <laughs>